and scene. Good evening, and welcome to the News at 10. I'm Daniel Everyman. In the news tonight, the Bank of England has held the base rate at its record low for the 120th month running. How this counts as news is, quite frankly, beyond me. Also, in today's budget announcement, the latest Chancellor held with a long-standing tradition by further increasing the duty on fuel, alcohol and cigarettes, incrementally taking away what little joy is left in the miserable existence of millions, yet again. And finally, a Shih Tzu in Durham has won an internet competition to bark like a celebrity. Dribbles Dixon was recorded barking and sounding like Professor Stephen Hawking, reading from his best-selling book, A Brief History of Time. Uncanny. And scene. Hi, Jessica. How did you get on with your date last night? Oh, well, Steve, it's probably best described as a game of two halves. Oh, right. What did you do? Well... As you know, Steve, I'm a bit old-fashioned when it comes to romance, so I insisted I picked them up in the Tarts Transit. I was only going about five or six pints, so I was okay to drive. When Winston got in the van, I was worried they didn't look like the guy in his pictures, maybe ten or twenty years older. And I'm also pretty sure he didn't have his eye patch in any of them. Turns out the pictures were all taken in profile and then mirrored, so it gave the illusion of a two-eyed man. Oh. Okay, did that not bother you? Nah, I'm not that superficial, Steve. His one remaining eye was a lovely shade of blue. And red. So where did you go? Luigi Patel's. The new Italian Bangladeshi restaurant off Grove Road. I quite like fusion cuisine and their tagliatelle vindaloo is out of this world. I had three helpings as it was all you can eat Wednesday. He had the foul meatballs, which really made his eye water. I haven't been to that place yet. Is it expensive? Oh, it's not too bad, Steve. All you can eat for £12 a head. The 11 pints are on top, but Winston only had a non-bongo, so that kept the price down. Oh, did Winston pay? He wanted to go Dutch, Steve, but we arm wrestled for it, and he ended up paying the old tab, plus throwing in a fiver for petrol. I think it's nice that he paid. He must have really liked you. Well, I can be a bit of a femme fatale, Steve. I used all of my feminine wiles. Anyway, all the turmeric made me quite thirsty, so we headed to the dog and duck for a nightcap. Nightcap? You must have been at the restaurant for a long time. Nah, we got to the Boozer for 8.15. Eight pints and four games of hours later, we were snogging next to the fruit machine. Trouble is, Winston has no depth perception, so his tongue kept going way too deep and making me gag. I had to tell him to stop. Thought I was going to sick all, all up again and don't want to get barred for the second time this month. Oh. Uh, so do you think you're going to see Winston again? Hang on, Steve. There's more. Let me tell you that Winston was quite the performer. I had the old mattress in the back of the van from when Nan moved into the nursing home. It was basically dry, so we cuddled up there because I wanted to leave it an hour before I drove. Oh, that's that's probably quite wise, Jessica. I don't feel that bad, but I didn't want to risk it. Anyway, come the morning, we're still in the car park, but the Vindaloo's working its magic, and I need to get him home sharpish. I didn't want him thinking less of me so early on in our relationship. Oh, relationship. So so he's your boyfriend now? Well, to be honest, Steve, if a guy with two eyes was to come along, I would have to look twice. Unlike poor Winston, but uh, for the time being, he's my man. 
Plus, turns out he's old enough to get cheap entry to the dog track. Says a lot of plus points. And scene. Hello, Mr. Clacton. Uh, thanks for coming back in today. Now, as I said to you on the phone earlier, we do have your test results back. Okay. Um, how does it look then? Uh, I'm, I'm afraid it's not good. You, you may want to take a seat for this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, looking at the X-ray, you can see these dark shadow areas. Yeah. What? What? What do they mean then? Well, I, I, I'm sorry to say, Mr. Clacton, the prognosis really doesn't look. Sorry, I really need to take this. And scene. Welcome back to Shopping Television Direct. It's that time of the night here on STD when we have a new product that has already been sold on our sister channel in Uzbekistan and has created quite a stir. Now to bring it to our lovely UK family of viewers, I'm joined tonight by my illustrious colleague, Mike Richards. Hi Dave. I'm going to stop you there, Mike. Now already the phone lines have lit up and we have a queue and wait times of up to four minutes and uh, four minutes to talk to our lovely team of life change enablers. I'm not surprised, Dave. We're, we're not surprised, Mike, because we've seen this product. Anyway, Mike, over to you. What have you brought us today? It's a chair, Dave. Just, but... just a chair? <laughs> no, Dave. When I tell you what this chair does, you will be amazed. I'm intrigued. Tell us more. Now, you know what women are like, Dave. They're never happy. They're shallow, they're very insecure and incredibly materialistic. But we love them for it. They are lovely, Mike. <laughs> they're sweethearts, Dave. But a lot of them are just very unhappy at their God-given height. They stoop to look in the mirror and they're just too damn tall. There was a survey done recently in the Daily Star that concluded if you were just two inches taller than your partner, you would end up alone and with nothing but a cat and your mother for comfort. No one wants to end up a lonely spinster. No, Dave, but that's scientifically proven to be the outcome if you don't adjust your height while you can. And this chair can adjust a pretty girl's height, Mike? Used correctly, Dave, sitting in this chair following the simple manual of instructions for just three to four hours a day, you could effectively reduce your apparent height by up to 37 millimetres. Wow. Wow. I'm going to say it again, Mike. Wow. 37 millimetres. How big is that? That's approximately five whole centimetres or bigger than two imperial inches. Two inches is... As near as, damn it, Dave, a whole quarter of a foot. Now, I'm being told that the wait times are now up to... Four minutes ten. So how does it work, Mike? It's the science, Dave, of dis-ergonomics. Dis-dis-a-what, Mike? Dis-ergonomics. You've, you've lost me. You've lost me, Mike. And you've lost my lovely family of viewers at home there. Break it down for me. I need to understand. Well, Dave, an unnaturally tall spine is perfectly straight. And this chair is designed to change all that. I'm following you now. It's so frustrating for the taller ladies. They're just stuck being hideously tall. Horrible situation. The phone lines are red hot. Hang on. The wait times are now up to nearly five minutes. So worth dialing now and joining the queue. Back to you, Mike. One thing we can do, and this is a medical fact, 
is alter the straightness of your spine. Okay, okay, I can see where this is going, I think. If you sit in this chair and apply up to 42% of your PLA, that's possible leaning ability, allowing your back to start to take the same shape as these indentations on the chair back you can see. Now here's the magic. If you do that for no more than between three to four hours a day, your stiff and straight spine will begin to take on an S shape. Like the lovely sexy letter S. Yes, Dave, exactly. And your spine will naturally take on the shape, thereby making your torso that small bit more crunched. And we know we can't make miracles, but to the ladies, the lovely ladies, 37 millimeters can mean so much. It could be the start of a new life, Dave, one with a partner not put off by your hideous disfigurements. Mike, I'm gonna thank you. Our lovely family of viewers thanks you. Jack the producer is doing something in my ear. He's saying, thanks Mike. Let's have that biryani soon. It's been lovely having you with us. I've loved it, Dave. Back with us soon, I hope. I'm back in May with something great to do with fingers this time. Fingers? I'm intrigued, but I shall wait to see. Bye-bye for now, Mike. <laughs> Bye, Dave. Remember, Jackie Wilson, top of the hour, cuddly collectibles. Now I'm going over to the kitchen, following all this smoke to meet Daisy Merkel to show you how you can deep fat fry in our pick of the day microwave furnace. And scene.